You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 everyone. I am Johnny Christ, and this is Drinks with Johnny. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. Hope you guys had a good, safe weekend. I know a lot of people's plans have been changed over the last weekend through the next couple of weeks due to the coronavirus. Um, Hope everyone's staying safe out there. Uh, This is a real thing, apparently, over here in California. uh, Vents totaling of 250 people or more have been shut down or postponed. So a lot of people's plans have changed. Uh, just hope that everyone's staying safe, staying clean. Do your research. Learn a little bit about it. Don't don't put, don't blow it out of control. Um, there's a lot of things that are being taken as precautionaries right now. Um, I think it's probably a good thing that they are, but we don't need to start preparing for the end of the world here. Um, but speaking of the end of the world, we get into that a little bit with my next guest, Ethan Embry. We actually recorded this a couple months ago before the uh, the recent news of the coronavirus, including uh, one of his or two of his co-actors, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, famously uh, are tested positive for the coronavirus over in Australia. I'm sure Ethan hopes they get well soon. Um, I'm sure they will. And as things progress, we'll we'll keep we'll keep posted on that. But yeah, Ethan Embry was a, a co-star to those two on the movie That Thing You Do. It's probably one of his more known roles that he played. He played the bass player of The Wonders. Uh, he also played a lot of other things. I mean, this guy's been working since he was a young age with uh, the movie Dutch. That was a, uh, a, a movie that with Ed O'Neill back in the early early mid 90s and he's been an actor ever since and a slew of rad roles up and down the gamut um, so we we talk about a lot of those uh those roles in his childhood acting uh we get into a little bit of hollywood and we all, we even talk a little bit about steroids in hollywood um i don't know if a lot of you are very familiar with this but it's a real thing um so we talk uh, we touch a little bit about that uh he also lives the van life this is hashtag van life he is currently filming in la he has a house back in atlanta georgia but uh with his wife um but while the film out in la they live the van life they have a van camped out and has this nice tent he was kind enough to give me a, a tour of this so you could head over to the drinks with johnny youtube channel and you can actually see this uh the tour of his van 
It's not just a normal van. I promise you that. He's 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 not slumming it by any means. So I urge you to go check out check that out at the Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. And you know, hey, while you're stuck and home, quarantined, whatever you got going on, you can't get it can't get to school anymore. Schools are shut down for the next couple of weeks. Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and binge watch all the episodes there on the arc on the archives. Or listen right here. Go back into your podcast and listen back here. Um, also if you, if you can, go ahead and hit the subscribe button uh, if you're enjoying what you're listening to right now or head over to drinkswithgiant.com and, uh, and the YouTube channel. Subscribe to all those things. We got a Thirsty Thursday newsletter that I've been doing once a week. Keeps everyone informed of what we got going on, what we got coming up next. These are all free ways to support the show. I repeat that, it is free, and it helps me know that uh, what I'm doing is enough for nothing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a blast doing this show. Thanks for everyone who's supporting right now. Uh, everything's going great. Um, you know, this is a side project for me. It's not taking any time away from my Avenged Sevenfold uh, life and career, just so everyone is, can rest easy. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold is still the number one priority. We are still currently working um, on new material. I have no new announcement for when that will be coming out or where we are in the process. Those of you who uh, are concerned and wanting to hear something about that every couple of days, I'm sorry. When it is ready, you will hear it. I might even let you know right here on the show. We don't know yet how we're going to announce it, uh, where it is in the process. You're just going to have to sit tight. I promise you we're working. Uh, there's nothing getting in the way of it. We are excited about the, the project we're working on, but there is no new updates, okay? <laughs> You'll be the first to know, I promise. Uh, so back to Ethan Embry. Yeah, I uh, had a great conversation with him. We covered his van life, as I said, and childhood acting. Um, he also mentioned, uh, we, we get into a little bit of bidets, which I think is, is relevant this week. Uh, everyone's peeling toilet paper off the, off the shelves right now due to this coronavirus, and I don't get it. There's so many other alternatives to toilet paper um, that you can use. One of them being a bidet. I know not everyone has a bidet. I'm not I'm not boasting here, but I, I am glad I have one. Not because I think I'm going to run out of toilet paper. I just don't think I'm going to be able to get more if I need it because it's all off the shelves. So I'm glad that I have a bidet. We talk a little bit about that. I think I turned Ethan on to getting a bidet at least for his house in, in Atlanta. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Let's have a little fun. Uh, let's take our mind off of everything that's going on in the world right now. Sit back, listen, relax, and enjoy this week's edition of Drinks with Johnny with Ethan Embry. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out another episode of Drinks with Johnny. I am joined today via Skype from the very talented actor, Mr. Ethan Embry. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing really good. It looks I'm like doing you're doing really good. great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for doing the show, man. It looks like you're doing great. You got your yeah, dog man. next to you. What's 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 I what's do. This? I got. Is that a he or her? I can't see the bottom here. It's a girl. Okay. This is a girl. This is Cedar. Yeah. We found her um, on the mean streets of Mexico in really? Tecate. Wow. And she's been with us for three years now, and I'm still waiting for the moment that she decides to eat my face in my sleep. <laughs> she's gonna have to get through quite a bit of beard there. It looks like. <laughs> Doesn't she look like she kind of wants to eat my face, though? I mean, a little bit. She's definitely thinking about it. <laughs> it's great to have a dog like that living next to you that close. But speaking of that yeah. close, you, 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 before you came on the show, I, I recently learned that you're living in a van right now. We are living in a van, yes. Um, it, uh, so last, I grew up born and raised in Los Angeles, Southern California. Mm -hmm. um, 
And last year, we managed to save a little bit of money, but not enough money to buy a house in Southern California. Um, so my wife and I decided to move closer to her family out in Georgia. Okay. But we also knew that we would have to be in Los Angeles for work Yeah, a lot of the times. So we went on a hunt and van life, hashtag van life is a popular thing these days. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about um, this. And so we we got lucky and found a really good deal on one that um, should have been a lot more expensive. And uh, last year we were in it for six months while we were working, and then this year we're going to be in it for seven months. Oh shit! Which is crazy. I'll show you. Like, well, yeah, let me see this I thing. Turn this thing around. I gotta check this bad Wonder boy if I out. Can flip this. <laughs> oh, do I? Is it this button? No, that's how you take a picture. Yeah, this is awesome for all for all of us watching right now. We're we're trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn <laughs> the, gonna camera the camera around. Camera. Okay. Right. Oh wow, that is no right, normal so van. You've got your kitchen with a two burner stove. Nice. All right. You got a refrigerator. We built this little entertainment setup right here. Nice. You know? Um, fridge. There's a bathroom. Let me see if I can. Can you make it over show you. Yeah, <laughs> this is the hardest part of living in the van is shitting where you shower. Yeah. Can you see that? I do see you that. Know? And the shower's behind that yeah. as well? The shower is like right there. So okay. there's no room. You you literally you, you shit well, I mean, you could, Yeah, I mean, you can multitask that way, though. I call it the walk-in bidet. <laughs> um, <laughs> no better way to get clean. <laughs> yeah and then this this year we because we want with the dog uh it can get cramped once you acclimate to 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 it it's okay we're so there's two people two adults and then this 60 pound mutton here and when you acclimate as long as the two people are getting along um it's not it's not bad you acclimate pretty oh, yeah. quick um it's kind of like prison <laughs> um, well, I, I, don't, I don't have any experience on that one, but I will say I have experience on a tour bus, and the way you have it set up is, is very. Yes, it, it's it's like a, a a tour bus for just two rather than a bunch of bunch of dudes all in the same spot. Exactly. I'm sure yeah, it's a lot exactly. nicer having your wife too. It, it brings an, a, a nicer smell than we're used to on the road with with just a bunch of dudes out there. <laughs> it, I I am the lucky one of that relationship because <laughs> she she's the one having to deal with smells as far as that goes yeah but we've got two i'll show you later this um so in 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 europe the van life community have started making these tents they're like air beam tents that mm -hmm. connect to oh, the yeah. awning on your van so we have like a little living room tent set up That's out there rad. Yeah, I've seen. And she's that. out there doing yoga right now. It's pretty dope. <laughs> oh, so that's why you're not showing us right now. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let her finish her yoga. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. The, so you the mentioned tent room. you mentioned <laughs> the tent room. I love it. So you mentioned uh, growing up, uh, born, raised in L.A. Orange County area. Yeah. Um, yeah. I read somewhere that it's actually Huntington Beach, where I'm born and raised, and where I'm actually doing my Skype from right now. So the Huntington Beach thing. I think because that's been out there for a long time. I did go to Huntington Beach a lot as a kid. I'd go okay. surfing down there. We'd take the L.A. River. The closest I've ever gotten to living in Huntington Beach was when I lived in Bellflower, which is okay, right there on the Orange Crush. Yeah, is, Long, Long Beach, yeah. Um, yeah, long, just north of Long Beach, still on the west side of the 605. Yeah. But I lived in Huntington Park 
for a long time. Oh, so that's how the how the, it all got confused there. And there's there's two ways that I can th- I I think I could see myself as a youngster being ashamed of saying I'm from Huntington Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just from Huntington Beach. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can see I totally could see a young me doing that or it getting confused by me just saying Huntington. Um and then I, I tried to fix it once on um, on Wikipedia. Okay. And I went on there, and it's the only time I've tried to edit anything on Wikipedia. And they, they let it sit the right way for a couple of days. Like, I wrote a really dickish bio, you know? <laughs> What's a dickish bio? <laughs> well, like, I was, I was taking the piss out of myself, okay. you know? It, there, there was humor in it. And then it, it, they they let it stay up for a couple of days, and then I got an email saying that I didn't have the authority of this fact. Okay, <laughs> you didn't have the authority it. on your own line. I didn't have. Okay. Yeah, I didn't that's, have that's my hilarious. own authority to say where I'm from, <laughs> so I let it be. Okay, so the closest you you went down and surfed though, where you know the same waves I surf. Uh, well, I yep. used to. <laughs> it's been a couple of years since I've gotten out there, but on what a year basis. were you born? Uh, Eighty four. 84. All right. Yeah. So I'm six years older than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going down there. You may have been too young. The The biggest Huntington Beach memory that I have, we went to the OP Pro. Oh, yeah. And the last year, there they were riots, like pretty consistently full-blown riots oh, every yeah. year for the OP Pro. Because um, they would do it on was it Fourth of July or Memorial Day? It was. Um, it's close to Fourth of July every year. So it used Which to Fourth be of July that. here in Huntington has the biggest parade this side of the Mississippi. They're known for it and everything like that. It's a very big deal here in yep. Huntington Beach. And then if you combine that with, with the you. OP Pro, it was just yeah. a perfect storm of mayhem. <laughs> um, I think it was like it must have been ninety six or ninety seven. I guess it was ninety six. That it because I was sixteen, yeah. That it just it just went off. Yeah, I was around for it. I, I'm born, and raised. We did junior lifeguards. I was probably in junior lifeguards at that time in '96, actually. And yep. uh, yeah, know all about it. And then for many many years, there was they wouldn't do any events on like aside from the nope. Pro. They told they tore it back. It shut and it was it just, shut down the beach for yeah, a while for a long how time. How violent and crazy it got. And yep. then it wasn't until recently, just in the last about five years, we've actually gotten concerts back out on the beach and stuff. It's been really cool. Uh, and I'm, I would assume nowadays it's it's a little more mellow. Well, they try they try and keep it more mellow, obviously. Yeah, but, I mean, there's there was another ride on a Fourth uh, of July. That was just in like 2012, but there was some. Was there? Yeah, there were some kids, you know, pushing over porta potties because they couldn't get into the bars and stuff. So, right, <laughs> Which right. Was also there's a comedic element to it too. <laughs> so it was a two oh yeah, part. absolutely. <laughs> Another thing about Huntington that I found uh, funny when I was reading that I, you know, we cleared the air now that wasn't Huntington Beach, but there in the first movie that I saw you in and became familiar with was uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Right. And the high school that everyone attended. Huntington, to, was it Huntington it High? It was Huntington High, which is Huntington High is, is here in Huntington Beach, California. And my my wife is a, like a third or fourth generation going to this school. The school's been there as long as Huntington Beach has been here. And yep. you know, it's the prestigious high school here. And I just found it funny that when I was putting the dots together that, you know, Thought you went, thought you were born here, and then we're in a, like one of your biggest movies in, in the, of the '90s was, you know, 
had Huntington at, high the, at, the, at your high school. Yeah. yeah, but there is. I was I was looking on the thing that you sent the email. Um, the connection with my brother. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's that really brings cool. us to another um, segment. That brings us to another segment. I'm, I'm creating this segment. Um, I found that uh, you know. Well, I'll just ask you. Do you know Brooks Wackerman? I don't know if I personally do. The name sounds really familiar. He's a musician, right? <laughs> yes, yes. He is the drummer in our band, Avenged Sevenfold. But before this, he has been... He played with Aaron. He played with your brother, Aaron. He played. Uh, he told me this. So I found that I need to create a, a three degrees of, of Brooks Wackerman like they did with Kevin Bacon. Because every time I have a guest, without even using his contacts, they're like... Somehow he's, somehow he's, he's connected. connected some way. <laughs> Got it. It's amazing. So yeah, he said that uh, he did back, you know, in the in the '90s. He was on a session with your brother for a record he was putting together, and and uh, Brooks specifically wanted to know: Do you know if your brother Aaron is ever going to release that record? So that must. So if it was in the '90s, I'm going to assume it was when his Capital deal, when he had, he had a development deal at Capital for a little bit, mm. and he wrote a lot of songs and recorded a lot of them in a guest house out in woodland hills when we were living at the time i'm wondering if brooks went to the woodland hills house to record because there's it's, there's it, a couple of been. albums there's a couple albums that my brother has 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 done that there's there's two that he's fully released that you can get on itunes and then there's a countless amount of songs that i wish that he would release that yeah. i don't know if he ever He's he once he moves on from whatever he was doing previously musically, he doesn't ever want to go back to it. And he thinks the previous stuff is, you know, so that's that's where he sins in it. But I think those songs are easily still appliable. They're just very different from what he's doing now. Well, next time you talk to Aaron, do us a favor and ask him if he remembers Brooks Wackerman playing on on his songs. Absolutely. (laughs) Do we know how many did he do the whole? He, he must have done he did, more he than did just more. one session. It was more than one session, yeah. I believe. But, yeah, he yeah. must have. Yeah. I'll see if I can even get those tracks for Dude, him. I that'd bet be my amazing. still has That would be amazing. I'm sure Brooks would love yeah. to hear those, too. <laughs> I bet he's still got them. So yeah. speaking of music in the family, too, so, you, so your brother's musician, songwriter, everything like that. Um, yep. Uh, and you played ba- the bass player of the band, The Wonders, and that thing yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up watching that movie as well, loved it and everything like that. Great, great film and a uh, really cool concept. And then I actually didn't realize that you actually were a bass player until very recently. Were you a bass player before you got that role? Was that part of getting that role? How did that work? Out? I would never, I would never say that I'm a bass player Okay. because bass, can I, can you show me a bass line and can I do it? And if I if I practice the bass and bring the, my finger strength back, can I play a relatively complicated bass line? Yes, I could never write that bass line. I don't have the bass player's ear. Okay. For what a bass is needed in a song. Well, didn't you know you don't actually need that to be in a band? I mean, I'm, I'm living proof right here. <laughs> so, do you, do you, but you write your own bass lines. Yeah, 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 do you write no, your yeah. own bass lines? Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> so you're a bass player, you know. Like bass is a, it's a very, very specific part of a song. It's like yeah. it's the, it's it's as important as any other element. Um, I would say though, there, as far as the song goes, it's even more important than a guitar. 
depending um, on the genre too absolutely yeah i mean there's, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. things there's and it's kind of the it's it's what i always say that it's the glue between the drums and the guitar it's doing it's playing the notes while helping along with the rhythm and it carries the the melody very mm-hmm. you know like the melody can't have anything to tie into without the bass line um a, an amazing bass line floors me like mm-hmm. how they came up with that within that like this is your progression yeah and this is your melody and how did you come up with that bass yeah. line one of the one of the ones you mentioned in our uh promo that we were doing at the beginning of this was paul mccartney who i think uh is one of the all-time He's great crazy. At master mastering that specific idea you know he was the one that's crazy you know yeah. you got a chord here and and you got the 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 main notes and he's playing the the secondary and thirds throughout it and everything like that and just yep. coming up with this yep brilliant baseline and you don't even notice it like the baseline is not very rarely unless you do like a, a like a jane's addiction song when you mm-hmm. listen back to old jane's addiction vast majority of their big hits were they would start with the bass line. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd lead with the the first few bars would be the bass line. And my brother was saying, well, that means he wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it more often than not, I will say, yes, that does happen. But I mean, you know, there's sometimes you got, you got another guy in the band who really likes the bass line tune. You know, maybe he wrote the song and was like, hey, let's do this. But very, very rarely will the baseline be the thing that the audience is humming along to themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a rooted, it's such a deep, important part of the song. Like, so did you start? So I, you obviously have a, a, have knowledge of, of what the bass is supposed to do and all these things. Did you have a passion for music before you got into acting or again, I, I, I go back to that thing you do, uh, not to harp on it, but was that, uh, something that you did, uh, you already were playing bass or dabbling in music and then that role came or was it the other way around? I was playing, I was, I was playing like, a, you know, I had a, I had a bass and I played it all the time. Um, I wasn't any good at it. You know, I was 16 or something like that, 16 or 17. Hmm. Um, I was back then when I, when we were doing that thing you do, uh, like speed metal was my jam, <laughs> right but on. like weird mathematics speed metal, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so mostly guitar oriented, like power chords and all your right hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like Fast weird shit with your right hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'm a musician now. I still don't know what I'm doing as far as theory goes, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know any chords. Like I know chords, but I don't. Yeah, know. you know what they're called. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't couldn't know tell you what called. you're doing. You're just picking it up and going. Yep. Yeah, um, you know that's 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 a knowing all that stuff is kind of overrated. I think I don't. I mean, I know I know minimal theory. I have so much I just respect do this. for it too. Oh, absolutely. I have it's just so much a lot of studying, it. but it's also a cool thing when you can just pick it up and go and just kind of let yeah let it happen too i think that that actually leads to a lot of great songwriting without the theory and stuff the thing that i'm always awed by with like true musician friends of mine when they have all of that theory knowledge but it doesn't get in the way of their creative song right mm-hmm. you know that's like that's, they that's still great. they're still writing songs from just the feel and the sound of it 
but when they're done, they can say, yeah, that's what I do. I do this and I jump to the seventh and blah, 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 whatever the fuck those terms are. <laughs> I like that you've heard but the I, terms though. <laughs> I've heard the terms because they've told me to do them. And I'm just like, ah, so you got, you show me. Yeah. I saw not too long ago, you got together with the rest of the, uh, uh, well, maybe not the rest of the cast, but most of the cast from that thing you did. Everybody doing. but Steve. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't get Steve. Steve has Steve's on even when we were shooting that thing you do. I think he I think he's never moved from Kentucky. Wow. I think he has managed to which I have a lot of respect for. He's never moved to Los Angeles, California, New York, as far as I know. Maybe he has, but I've always known even with uh, all that filming and everything. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. Yeah, I think I, I may be wrong, but I'm under the impression that he's always had his farm out in Kentucky, and that's incredible. Always done his work as a satellite, like come in when it's time to work, and then gone back home to the farm, driven his John Deere around. That's incredible. So that we couldn't get him off the farm. No, you couldn't. Yeah. Not not for that. And what what, what, what was that? Uh, what what was the reason for that uh, reuniting? Like just just to hang, or like it looked like you guys were all dressed up for something. There was a, there was, uh, God, what was the name of the, there was a guy, he, a stand-up comedian um, that does a touring music show. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'll get you the name of it okay. before we jump off. Um, but he had reached out to, a, he came up with the idea um, to have us as that night's musical guest. Like he, he does this touring comedy act yeah, and then yeah. every night he has a musical guest come up. Because he's a musician, um, the people in his act are musicians. So he had this idea: oh, we should have the Wonders come on, and that will be the musical guest for the night. That's and, right. Uh, did, on the marquee, did yeah, he spell it, it? Did he spell it the original way with the with the Oneaters? I, I don't or was know. It, the, or... the own, I, don't, I think <laughs> it was top secret. I don't even think there was a marquee. Oh, okay. Because we were just we 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 came in early. He did his act, you know. I think he started making fun of the song, the doo 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 doo, you know. And then as soon as he did that, we ran out and told him to not steal our music or some shit like that. That's um, hilarious. <laughs> but it was fun seeing the guys. Seeing Tom Everett Scott has always been lovely, um, really good guy, and Jonathan Sheck has always been super kind. Um, 
so it was good it was good to hang out with would you again. was that like one of the first times you've seen him in a while do you guys get together fairly often or is it just kind of in passing is that someone you call those guys you kind of pick up the phone and call every once in a while or every once in a while we'll touch base we'll see each other it, it our relationship is more as far as me with them i'll see them out occasionally mm-hmm. you know and it's always with love yeah um, but we're not like we're all family guys now yeah you know, totally. we all have kids and um, how old are your kids my kid's 20 oh snap yeah, he's 20 years old 20 years old yeah do you have kids i have one child yeah he's uh he's gonna be he's gonna be three here in a couple weeks yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're getting into good stuff. Man. I know, man. It's gnarly. I love it, but you know, there's sometimes when I'm, when I don't. <laughs> full sentences. We're doing full sentences by now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He has full. Right. Not sentences, man. Yeah. The kid's got an imagination. He tells me full stories already. Now it's it's. Crazy. That's the that's my favorite part of the those early years. And I've been talking to other friends of mine that have young toddlers, like. Mm-hmm. Before we have screwed them up as parents and ruined their <laughs> yeah. incredible outlook of the world, where they're still containing that, but their their brain chemistry is still kind of tweaked out, so everything they experience must feel like an acid trip. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Then, like, I want to I want to join in on that trip. That. That's a great way you it's pointed crazy. it. I want to get in on that trip because <laughs> the shit they say and the way they see the world is just wild oh absolutely yeah it's it's insane so uh, you mentioned we we just got off on some of the other guys that you did the sh- uh the movie with um and you know speaking of music and stuff you were also in empire records another great movie that i that i uh revere and uh another one that's got some music in it right <laughs> music <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and music oriented yeah yep. Um, a little bit of music and guar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, so, yeah, uh, I wanted to ask, kind of where I covered it with uh, that thing you do, but you had some other great cast members on those movies, Empire and Can't Hardly Wait, who have gone on now to do you know great things, Seth Green, Jennifer Love, Hewitt, uh, Liv Tyler, all these people. And, you know, Renee Zellweger Renee is Zellweger. crushing it. Yep, there you yep. go. Um, yep. Do you still have a lot of contact with these people? I mean, you guys were all uh, at a relative age at this time when you were doing the movie. Did you guys have a connection that way on the set? Or, you know, was it just kind of a you know mutual respect and then kind of went on your way? So Empire, that uh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait was the way the movie was structured, although we were all in, like when you sit and watch the movie, it seems like we're all at the house having this party together. Mm-hmm. everybody had their own movie going on you know like the movie that seth green and lauren ambrose were in i never i think i saw lauren on set maybe for a week the two of us worked together for about a week her and seth worked together for about a week i never worked with seth i don't think seth and i ever had a scene together okay um Peter and I had a couple of days, so we developed a close relationship. But we had all we we had worked together right before as well. Um, but that movie, the way that movie, uh, there's there's all these separate films within the film. Mm-hmm. So uh, there wasn't that same sort of tightness on the set. Um, lovely and yeah. fun, but not like this cohesive group. Gotcha. Empire Records. 
Empire was though. We were all very close awesome. on Empire. Yeah. Um, and did that mean? And that did that friendship that you guys gained on that set? Did that continue? Is that do you guys still have that relationship, or is it just? You know, I I think passes. it's still there. Like Johnny Johnny Whitworth and I talk, and you know, we went to the movies the other day, and Chemo, the guy that made me brownies, that worked at the pizza shop next door, uh, we communicate every once in a while. We were close for a long time. Just grew older. Um, the girls I haven't. I saw Robin recently. I saw Robin Tunney, and it's always it always picks up with that same warmth that we had back in the nineties. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just my experience or that's the way that Hollywood is where Mm -hmm. when you're working together, it's like, it's a summer camp. Um, you're going, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day, tight quarters, hard work. You see each other five days a week. And it lasts for three to six months, depending Mm -hmm. on what you're working on. And then when it's over, you cry and you hug each other and you say goodbye. Okay. That's been, that's kind of been my experience throughout the, Um, okay. Ever since I was a little kid to even now. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. It's yeah, I was like, curious about that about that whole process because uh, you know, as I have guests on the show, I try the the idea is to try and understand you know where where your life has taken you and and you know what those experiences have been over there. And I'm always trying to like it to my experiences and stuff. And I don't I don't know know that I necessarily have one like that other than going into making a record. I guess when we go up to LA and you know, but the rest of the time I'm in a band with you know. Uh, five of my very best friends and we live our lives together still yeah that continues on so i guess maybe with a producer or somebody like that when we're up in la it would be something similar to that yep Yep. um you did mention and there are instances there's 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 groups of people in the hollywood industry that do pool together and work together Mm -hmm. a lot I've been jealous of those guys because it's got to be nice to go from one job to the next with the same, same group, group of people. Yeah. Yeah. But they're rare. Yeah. Um, they're not, it's not the common. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, um, but you did mention this has been the same way since you were a kid. Um, I didn't realize that you were the same kid from Dutch. It was yeah. uh, one of my all-time heroes, Al Bundy, a.k.a. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. Um, He's my hero too, man. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. That dude is. I've heard nothing but great stories about I've never had the pleasure. Special. Uh, but I've yeah, heard nothing but great stories out, you know, behind the scenes of what an incredible person he is. And, uh, you know, as I said, I didn't... I didn't really realize you were a childhood actor. I mean, obviously, a lot of the movies that we've already covered here, you were young, but not a child yep. like you were um, in Dutch. Um, was this your first main role? I mean, is this... That was the first. Yeah, yeah, that was the first starring role. I had a really small part in that movie, um, Defending Your Life. Okay. Uh, the Meryl Streep's and uh, Albert Brooks. Okay. Really, really small part. Um, but the Dutch was the first, like responsibility you know yeah and so that brings before you even get in those two roles uh, were you already in acting school were you doing something like this were you just kind of discovered i mean where was your passion in this and in, in becoming an, uh, the actor that you are so i think i think the way it happened say you know i grew up in la um in living in huntington park 
and Bellflower, the school districts, my parents didn't want me going to the public schools, so my mom taught me at home. Okay. Um, it was a combination of where we were living and also um, they were very religious. So it's like this weird combination of yeah, what religion, what, what, New Age, was this? Baptist, Baptist uh, okay. evangelical, you know. Um, so it was a combination of them kind of being kind of hippies, but also um, being hardcore Christians. They didn't want me in the school systems. Um, so she home taught my brother, my sister, and I. Okay. And then when I... At first, I was doing gymnastics. That's like how I got out of the house, how I had a social life. My brother was doing his piano. My sister was doing dance. Okay. And I, I was okay at gymnastics, but it wasn't. What was done. your? What I mean, <laughs> now you, we can't just graze over gymnastics. I got. I got to know, like, wearing the whole leotard, everything. I mean, like, are you on the oh, rings? Yeah. Are you on the horse? Where, oh, where yeah, you, I was on you, all of that. You're on all of it. I was on I was all of that. Yep. Um, <laughs> And we would go around, we would do national competitions and stuff like that. My, I was on one of the best teams in the United States. Wow. But I was, I was maybe fifth on that team. I mean, fifth still so, nothing to, I mean, nothing to see. I didn't even make your means, top five on bass players a second ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will remind you, it was the top ten. <laughs> That's right. five more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't remind me of that shit. <laughs> um, but no, I came, I think I was, when we did nationals at the level that I was at when I stopped doing it, I was like 14. I think I came in 14th. You're not doing anything at mm -hmm. 14th. Okay. And I was too tall and that was as good as I was going to get, you know? Um, so uh, my mom started having me audition for commercials and stuff like that. And okay. then... Uh, I remember I took a summer off from gymnastics and I went and I did commercial auditions and it, I was, I got lucky. I got really lucky with it. And I went back to gymnastics and my coach, he had won a gold medal. Uh, he was a gold medalist. He was wow. from the 80 something games. He was an American hero, Peter Vidmar. Like the dude was the best. Okay. And he took me into his office and he said, dude, uh, go do what you're doing because I was the best in the world and I'm coaching you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now, that's, and when it, that's sage advice yeah. right there, though, you know? I mean, it, it's yeah, funny, but I it's thought also... He was just like, I, at first, I thought he was just trying to get rid of me. <laughs> but when I thought back on that, I was like, wow. All right. Yeah, he... You know, I'm not gonna, I ain't going to the Olympics. I'm not gonna be the best, mm -hmm. you know, go make some money. But, um, do you remember what your first uh, commercial was that you landed? I think it, it was either a Coca Cola or a Pepsi commercial. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Michael Jackson was in it. <laughs> you don't think? If you don't remember, that, might, um, that could be a problem. <laughs> it's around the same time frame. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did not know this conversation was going to go into the dark that, that dark world you of know, childhood acting. <laughs> when you were a child actor in the early '90s, and you didn't get invited to Wonderland, mm -hmm. it was hard. But now I feel grateful that he didn't love me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You had to. <laughs> I 
at the time you were a little, you were a little, 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 little I, I felt a little left out. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but now I, I now in the back, long I'm run, like, you know, you didn't you didn't peak man. at that time. You know, that's the other thing. It's like you peak in school. You know that you know. You never know the plan <laughs> that is set out for you. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. This is true. This is true. <laughs> So that, so it's funny though because then you had another uh, run with uh, Ed O'Neill um, on the reboot of yeah. uh, what was that show? Dragnet. Uh, Dragnet. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Dragnet. Yeah, Ed is dope. Ed is fantastic. He uh, on the first day of shooting Dutch, if not the first day, very early on, he called me into his trailer, and I was bright eyed. You know, it was a John Hughes movie. Like it was crazy that I was doing this and yeah. Ed was at the top of his fame. He was doing uh, Married, Married with Children was yeah. the number one show on TV. And he called me into his trailer to have lunch with him. And he sat me down and he said, you know, look, they're going to treat you different. They're, they're going to bend over backwards to make you happy. And none of it means anything. It's all fake. You're not the most important person here. Like, this is a team effort. Every every single person here is just as important as you are. This is a collaborative art form. And wow. don't ever forget it. And uh, Very, very awesome dude. Yeah, um, I mean, actually, that's great advice right yeah, there, man. It's great, yeah. Um, uh, you know, do you know Mondo Posters? You know that, that yeah, company yeah. that I saw, that? I saw, uh, yeah, and I saw you uh, very excitedly unwrapping one uh, recently on your Instagram. <laughs> Which one was I? Uh, I can't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you were just excited. I think I just saw the opening. I don't. I don't, I don't know that I saw which poster it was. I, I think they did. They did that Mondo. That was for a, a vinyl cover. That was a vinyl. That that's did. right. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. So this technically this isn't a Mondo poster, but this this artist Maddie Tubin um, painted a Dutch poster for a, okay. with a very limited run, and somebody stumbled across it and sent me the link, and I jumped on it and I bought it. I bought the last one out in the wild, and then I do have a bead on uh, where I can go visit Ed as there he's finishing up Modern Family. So I reached out to Matt, the artist, and he's going to send me another um, another copy of it. It's so rad. It's like us in that town car. Yeah. Uh, oh, that car with the, the, the ring. The license plate that he made is so great, <laughs> and it's got... It's got E.G. Daly and Ari Myers, the two prostitutes that we pick up, like yeah. hanging outside the window. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know the. I think I know one of those posters. It's something very similar that was circulated when the movie was coming out and everything like that. Like, yeah, yeah, um, it's rad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Bring who who a, ended up with the ring? Copy though? that to Ed. Who ended up with the ring? I, do, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, who played my my dick dad? Oh, uh, I don't. I don't what recall was his name. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. If, if if I wasn't recording with a different angle right now with my phone because I'm too cheap to buy a GoPro yet, um, I'd, I'd go buy MTB. And those are cheap. <laughs> GoPros are. Cheap. I know they are, but I just I just They're realized like I should have had one. Now. I know. I just looked at it. I was like, oh, I don't want to spend that much money. I'm I'm just starting this fucking show out. Give me a break. <laughs> I ain't got a budget yet. 
I was gonna say that he had the imprint, the imprint in his forehead, but it, yeah. I couldn't remember his name, so the yeah. joke fell flat. It's all good. The joke fell flat. Well, for for any of those watching or listening to this right now, you got to go check out Dutch. I mean, it's been it's been a long time for me since I've seen the film, but uh, one of one it's of the still greats. pretty fun. I yeah. think it's still pretty fun. It's Absolutely. a good. It's it's like there's those old John Hughes movies, and it's kind of like. John Hughes decided to take Uncle Buck and planes, trains, and automobiles and squish them together. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's you know? a great way to to describe it right there. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, well, you had Hughes. the in, you had the uh, insight on that, right? <laughs> 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 that's rad, though. Yeah. So, um, uh, you mentioned you're gonna hopefully get together with Ed on that poster that that you're that you're getting and yeah. that. I have a similar well. Yeah. Not as cool because I never met Ed and you know wasn't in a movie with him. But I do have a, a Poke High jersey that was signed by Ed O'Neill that I won at a silent auction a few months ago. <laughs> is that is that was is it Illinois? Where where did he go to? It was Poke. Is high, it his college uh, jersey or is it his? It's high school. No, no, so it's he, the it's the it's the Poke High from from the show Married with Children where he where Oh, he, got it. It's a fictional. Jersey, that, got it. <laughs> but it got says it. poke high on it. And it's signed by him, where he scored four Amazing. touchdowns in one game. Yeah, I'm kind of a big nerd uh, fan of Mary Children, so because <laughs> he was a big football player, he'll t- yeah. he'll tell these in the makeup trailers. That's some of the favorite stories of his. So he really was Al Bundy. Like Al Bundy was just Ed O'Neill with the yeah. with the knob turned up just a little bit. The story that I have heard <laughs> from uh, people close that so. He, he was very successful with college football, high school and college football. And then he moved to New York to, he wanted to be an actor. And uh, the stories that I've heard, he he was like flipping burgers. And I think maybe I've, I've heard driving a dump truck to support himself while he was an understudy on a David Mamet play. And okay. then he got the audition for Married with Children, and he said, fuck it, and he left New York to go audition for that. And Next thing you know, you know he's Al fucking yeah. Bundy. <laughs> but he was like a very, from what I've heard, he was a struggling New York actor um, trying to work his way up the theater scene. Yeah. I've heard that he's also a, a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't know he he, he does he does know how to kick some ass. Yeah. Did you ever have to worry about? And that, that dude is big. That yeah. Dude is, his hands are like. <laughs> he looks huge. I mean, I'm looking at him on TV his hands and he are looks massive. big. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? I would not. Did you ever roll with him? Do you? So you stay fit, obviously. This whole time, I'm 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 watching you eat these healthy treats and everything. Like you, you these are those mandarins. These things will they? Have you ever had one of those? Like the the oranges, they're big. And they come out at this time of year at the grocery stores. Okay. I think they're called sumo sumo mandarins. Okay. They will break your bank, man. Each one is like three dollars, but they're so good. <laughs> and they peel really well, easy. Oh, so just... is, is it like the Seinfeld episode where uh, George has that fruit for the first time and his E D is gone? <laughs> it, is, it, it is it is that not not that it, i'm not it, saying it that you have a problem with that ethan i'm just saying <laughs> i do have a problem with it i just bought three of them it was 12.95 it's insane this is my second one today that's six dollars worth wow. of oranges i mean that's you're throwing down you're throwing down well i mean you know you got to live that van life you know I'm saving a lot of money in the van. <laughs> you can afford to buy I can some. Afford more. some oranges. 
fantastic. So no, I, I noticed that you know you're you're obviously are, are staying fit. Is that is that for and you got the beard right now? Are both of those for a role right now that you're that you're doing, or do you just try and stay fit in general? Fit that's being fit. So I'm I'm sober now. I've been sober for what is this 2020? So almost nine years. Oh wow! Congratulations. The fit thing, it it helps. Like I. I, I I figured out that any drinking and using that I did was an attempt to slow down the brain, the thinking, mm-hmm. you know? So if I get up in the morning and I exhaust myself physically, then the rest of the day, my brain is pretty chill. Um, gotcha. So that's part of it. And then um, also I, the, the job I'm doing now, uh, Grace and Frankie, um, I had just done uh, a film uh, called the devil's candy right before we started mm-hmm. this and for that one he's like a a hasher he's got long hair and yeah I saw super some, skinny you I, know? Saw, I saw some some stuff about that that was, that was really what brought me to this question because i was like yeah you see your back doing like a pull-up or some shit like that or painting right. on the fucking painting wall yeah, that, yeah and there's just like this yeah. ripped fucking back going on i'm like that's not right that that he had to do some crazy shit to get that. <laughs> for that i just got really skinny i just okay. got because i wanted him i wanted that like nowadays you've got you got two different types of heshers you got your danzig hesher mm-hmm. and then you've got like your slayer megadeth hesher who's just like skin and bones yeah so i wanted him to be skin and bones version um but i did that right before doing the job that i'm doing now okay and the only the only real direction i've gotten on this job now was to put on some weight so i was like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just start curling yeah so, yeah. um, are you one of these actors that uh, will go out and hire uh, a personal trainer to get you where your body wants to be, a, a, a dietitian or something like that? Or are you kind of just am I, all yourself? Am I wealthy? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I don't know, how this, I don't know how this works. Tax bracket I'm in? <laughs> Man. I guess in a roundabout Wait, no. way. Maybe I should no, ask I, here. No, I, I mean, no, no, but sometimes I, I, I thought You've it seen... was the, the, maybe it's the studio that's, that uh, give you a budget on that sometimes. I don't really they know will. how that works. They... So, for those guys, like, uh, what's the actor that just posted a picture of him? He's doing one of those Marvel things. Okay. He's a, um, he's an Indian actor. Um, what's his name? Uh, he just made quite a stir because he posted a picture of his body that he's been working on. He's for a new Marvel, Marvel one thing, and he's like normally he's not. He's the skinny, you know, underdog character, and then yeah. he posted this picture with his shirt off, and he's got, you know, tits the size of Bermuda, and he's all veins. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, Whoa. Yeah. So it when people do that, or when you you see actors like doing Captain America or whatever, mm-hmm. what they don't, I I think first of all, there's a lot of pharmaceuticals involved yes yeah yeah well that's <laughs> the, you know it's funny i was, I was, I was of course and it's so funny because everyone just like oh wow that's a crazy regimen i'm like that's more than a crazy regimen let me tell you that that's, yeah no, I, that's, <laughs> within that regimen things are going in your butt yeah yeah you know? absolutely and the funny thing is in the in the acting industry you know everyone looks the other way about it in a certain in a certain realm like yep. it's it's out there but you know 
it's not illegal, so there's nothing they can do. Like, but if you know an athlete, it's goes also and does a doctor. It, yeah, you know, or yep. even or even when it's I like, I personally think, why are athletes still not allowed to do? This? I agree. I don't get it. I thank you. I agree one thousand percent on this. If everyone's doing it safely and has the doctors and doing everything like that, I mean, the technology has grown quite a bit since the early '80s yep. when people were fucking. We're not getting it off the cadavers anymore. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's now you know it's it's it's. it's I want to see the best. They're all taking the freaks. anyway. I want to see. I, I hate to use the word. Yeah, and I hate to use the word freaks, but for a lack of better term, I want to see the freaks, the freaks of nature out there that like can do superhuman shit. Yep. And, that, and I want to because be entertained by that. Even if you're taking these drugs, you can't just take them and then watch Ninety Day Fiance and accept, expect to excel. You still need to do oh, the absolutely. work. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's not. It's still an insane amount of work. It's just your results are much better. Yeah. And then we bring in this new argument of uh, uh, gender in sports. You oh, know? yeah. And, and, and letting people that have been misgendered at birth play in a category that's that a hard one to touch that's a hard one to touch but i will say who did it not best? if you let everybody South fucking Park. take drugs yeah. ah see if this guy's got a solution everybody shoot shit up their butt double e's got a double e ethan <laughs> ethan's got a got a got a uh, a perfect perfect solution for everyone <laughs> just let him do it because i if did you, you see that least? too much of that yeah. shit it's going to have a negative impact. Yeah. If you take too much testosterone, your heart's going to fucking explode when yeah. you're doing the 100 meter and you're not going to Well, that it. Well, that again brings you to, you know, uh, you don't want to advocate it for kids, but it's not, you know, people are still allowed to drink and smoke. Why? And <laughs> we don't want kids to be as good as they can be. Let them well, I mean, that's got to fuck with their life. I mean, at a young age, if they're not fully developed, you that's got to fuck with them. On. Wait till they're you fully developed. Anyway, the world's burning. <laughs> We're going to die. <laughs> Steroids. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> I'm actually, you know, uh, you mentioned that you've been uh, clean and sober for nine years now. You said, um, was that, uh, you know, were you, did you have a problem? <laughs> I don't know how that transition just happened, but did you have a problem before the world okay. was burning? <laughs> Take a look at the guy I just briefly became and that will answer. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I tend to be extreme yeah. in 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 my life choices. Um I did. I uh, was it more was, was there was there a, a lot. opiates, okay. That was that was your choice. Mm. Okay. Um was I was did. drinking kind of a big thing or was it kind of a, a byproduct? It was it was it, it it I mean, yes, it was. Uh it wasn't it wasn't the main issue, but it was a daily it was daily and yeah. it would start in the morning you know it was drinking was the great equalizer mm -hmm. um i just said it kind of uh, it kind of numbed the, the mind a little bit so that you didn't have all those thoughts going at a constant rate yeah and it's it's drinking is uh drinking is socially acceptable so if you can't for work or whatever other reasons um you know you can't smoke some black tar in a pipe because you're among yeah. people that would frown on it you can, you can have no the, you can't, you can't just do that at, you can't do that at an office break around the around the water. <laughs> hey uh you got they any black like tar over here <laughs> fantastic oh yeah so, well, so drinking is drinking like, that, it, yeah. it, it, drinking is powerful man it's yeah. powerful shit uh, it's i uh 
it it's it's powerful powerful stuff i'm glad to see that now marijuana is becoming socially and and criminally acceptable Absolutely. because yeah. it's a far less dangerous substance than Absolutely. alcohol oh a thousand percent i was just turned on to these uh these beers quote-unquote beers they're they're just called brews and they're like hi-fi hops and stuff and they have like five milligrams of thc they're sparkling water and they have some cbd uh-huh. in it too and yep. they're a great replacement honestly um it's something super mellow i mean i you don't advocate abusing them as well and you know driving under sure. the influence you know people are never... gonna fucking abuse it though they're yeah. gonna and of course but, know, but there's nothing that's gonna, gonna change that. anything no yeah nothing's gonna change that there's there's no amount no. that's gonna change the willpower of a human being to do whatever the fuck they want anyway so and i'm the guy that would i would advocate for legalization of all illicit substances because because of that like yeah. people by us by us making it illegal we have created this like perfect storm for the illicit drug business to be hyper mm-hmm. uh successful we have created the supply and demand that they absolutely. feed off of absolutely and if you legalize it the price drops and suddenly and the, uh, and the country gets richer too because it's <laughs> now now they could tax it all <laughs> yeah and people are not if you're gonna smoke heroin you're gonna smoke heroin yeah it's not know? it's not like, oh it's, it's illegal i'm not gonna do it <laughs> that, 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 or it's, that or it's right. legal i'm gonna do it yeah just because like, it's legal, you're not made it legal and people aren't gonna flood out that's true start, absolutely you know mainlining black black tar like it's yeah. you, you educate people they're gonna make the choices they're gonna make regardless um yeah i think one of the important things to do though is to have more education on how similar pharmaceuticals are to illicit drugs mm-hmm. people don't realize adderall and cocaine is the fucking same yeah just Adderall is far better. <laughs> it lasts longer. <laughs> yeah. shit's amazing. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, you know, it, it's it's great for a long night of partying. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It is. It's cocaine that you uh, only have to take twice a night. Yeah, and um, you can do it in pill form. You don't have to fuck up your nose. That's right. You sure don't. But if you put it up your butt, it does. It does hit you a lot faster. Well, that that, the, that usually that can involve a friend though with a straw that has to help you out with that though. So well, you don't have to grind it before you put it up your. Oh, butt. yeah, suppository. <laughs> All right, we got you know, to the bottom of that, Ethan. We figured out how. No pun intended. <laughs> hey, come here, get up here. Get oh up here. man. All right, so, I'm still a big advocate for spreading the word that um, the butthole is the human's largest mucous membrane. <laughs> because your nose is a mucous membrane. That's yeah. why we throw drugs up it so it yeah. gets into your blood supply faster. But your butthole yeah. is also. Yeah, a I, I don't know. Membrane. You know, I I've gone on to from traveling in Japan. I've I've, I've turned myself on to the the bidets. That was a big step. You uh-huh. know, you know, about ten I've years never ago. Used one. How are they? Are they Fantastic. Good? Fantastic. I've never used one. Uh, I highly recommend them. Um, I, I, I say this. I mean, I, time. Shit, I shit and shower in the same place. So uh, you basically, you, you're, you've got it, you know. But that's the whole thing, though. Like you think about it, you're wiping, you're taking a dry something dry yep. and mashing it and yep. getting it up. You know, you're getting clean. You know, it's fine. It's, it's all fine, Daddy. But imagine how much I better need it is. Wet wipes. I need wet yes. wipes. Okay. I've graduated in my old age to wet wipes. <laughs> well, the next the next step is getting yourself a bidet. You could get it on. They, they right. have the seats that sit on 
virtually any toilet. You just need it. They sit sit on any others? Like battery operated? Yeah, you could get a seat that sits right on top of there. And yeah, where does I'll the send water you come from? You pour in your own the, the same water the same supply? water line that comes in out of your well. I wouldn't know how it would work in the van. Oh, oh, but the oh, same right. that okay. same pipe that yeah. comes in. It's just a, a okay. it hooks on there, and then hooks onto the okay. next thing, and yeah, it's not it's not that not that crazy these days to get one. I'll send you a link. How about that? Send me send me a link because <laughs> I do have a house outside the van. That, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, there you go. We have numerous toilets at that house, so I'll, well, I'll, put I'll it send you a link of the restaurant. of the easy one, and then I'll send you like the Toto, the one that talks to you, tells you what's coming. I out want of a you. Toto. Yeah, you want a Toto. Everyone wants a Toto. Toto is like that's the sign that you've made it. Yeah, you it, know, you got you got it. It's all hooked up to your iPad, and it, you know, it, it's it's next level. And then shit. you get to think of the Picaros every time you use the bathroom. You're like, <laughs> that was a really good studio musician band, and they were all related. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Toto. fucking song, Africa. I always think of the band. Always, always think yeah. whenever I see Toto toilets, I'm like, yeah. Steve Lukather is a great guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta take a shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, so another thing I want to get back to some of your uh, acting career. Um, there was for me being out on the road, uh, and anyone who's been in a band or been out on the road for a long period of time. You're in a bus and you pull up to a truck stop and you're you're in this yeah. truck stop fueling up overnight. It's usually, you know, middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, something like that. Is there a rule number one, no number two rule? Uh, your, yes. On the buses, uh, on the buses, yes. Or you got to wait till the truck yep. stop, let the, someone know or anything yep. like that. Um, yep. Unless yep. it's more recent. Now we've got these star coaches out here. We've, we've moved up to the league where they actually do have mashers. So we're we're good now. Mashers. Yeah, wow. they they have these little these little things that clean it up for wow. you. It's it's fan, wow. it's game changing. Okay. It's game changing. Yeah. But um, okay. But you you do you do the truck stops for those reasons for the number twos. You know, middle of the yeah. night. Mm-hmm. Also, you're still up. You just played. A, you just got off stage only a couple hours ago. You're still up. And you're you still go, amped. Yep. Still amped. Um, go in, grab some snacks from the from the truck stop, and peruse the DVDs. So I was out yes. one night perusing the DVDs. This must have been sometime yep. mid two thousands, and I come across a DVD called Master of Hor- Masters of Horror. Oh, nice! Which was yeah. um, a Showtime. No, it it was only like the first season, I want to say, and it had okay. uh, and and it that was a Showtime series. Set. It might have <laughs> only did one season. It might have been. So we throw yeah. it on. We get in there. I'm I'm, I'm with my uh, lead singer at the time. Uh, still, uh, M Shadows. And uh, we throw on, and we find the very first episode you're in with Moonface. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> and with the from from Don uh, Cascarelli is that how you pronounce Don his last Cascarelli, name? The director yes. of Phantasm. Yeah, from Phantasm. Yeah, and Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Yes, and John dies in the end. Yeah, that guy's rad. Yeah, um, incredible. Uh, I mean, I guess you'd call it a short film. I mean, it's not. I mean, it, it, it's a yeah. about an hour long. I would say is the is the yeah, episode forty five minutes the, an hour. I, that that may be one of the early anthology series, which are now really popular, like with Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't think of any others right now, but I know there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but it was that. I guess you'd call that an anthology. Yeah, it was. A, it, it's a season. Each episode is a standalone. Yeah, standalone. Yeah. So this one is a standalone. You play a survivalist. Um, yep. And, and or a white nationalist. White nationalist. Uh, Nazi. Yeah. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not the most lovable character, but uh, you know you played him well. And uh, 
we get we <laughs> we get into it and, and you know the first thing that I that 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 struck me is right off the bat your love interest in that you guys have are on your very first date and she offers you want to get out of here at <laughs> after after you tell her about like you go off about how the whole world is a shit storm all this kind of stuff and she's like oh, are you trying I to really impress me I really turn her on Yeah you really turn her on with your perspective <laughs> I read her the front page of Stormfront she's like you want to get out of here <laughs> and then the next thing you know you're married you guys are living out in the fucking woods Yeah she gets right. in a car accident. Indoctrination, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> she gets in a fucking car accident and finds fucking this guy Moonface, this serial killer who just keeps picking up people off the fucking road. And you're really selling this part. Oh dude, is I'm a huge <laughs> horror movie fan and this is like one of my favorite things because the part the, the one of the biggest reasons I love horror movies is when they are so absurd. And like yeah. this one yep. isn't it's not the most absurd. Don't get me wrong, but there's some. It's just absurd enough. Yeah, there's just a and the guy's Moonface. Showtime made for TV. Or <laughs> <laughs> you said it perfectly right there, my friend. Yeah, so this guy's Moonface, and you think you see him, you're like, oh, he's like a monster, blah blah blah. He's like, no, he's just like a weird looking dude that just keeps picking people off off the side of the road and chopping them up in his fucking basement or some shit. And then there's this old guy that she's stuck he in. He chops there. me up, doesn't doesn't he make no, a skin bag out of me? She does. She chops me up. So your okay, wife Yeah, your wife, uh later on in the movie you you actually uh <laughs> you rape her, let's just say I happened. do, right? But we're married. But you're married, so, so you know, what is it then, you know? <laughs> I don't Still think we can say that these days in 2020. Still a law. Can wow. you believe that? That's fucked up. Some states, it's still impossible have, for a husband to rape his wife. I did wife. not know Fuck. that that was a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing uh, at any time in history. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that got dark. Let's bring it back to a little bit it of did. something. <laughs> back to Moonface. <laughs> back to Moonface. So, yeah, so th- this movie we see, and this was, um, honestly, for me, uh, the first introduction I'd seen in uh, of you in any kind of role like this, where it was, uh, yeah. you know, uh, it's a horror movie, or kind of an been, intense yeah, character. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I um, think it was. Yeah. Do you remember like filming this very much? Do you remember working with Don? Like, uh, I was using a lot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Um, uh, no, I do. On to the um, next segment. No. We shot that up in. We shot Phantasm when I was growing up. Phantasm was my favorite horror movie. Mm. Um, I love that. I've seen it countless times. It's that same sort of uh, completely absurd. Yeah. Um, just what the what the fuck is going on type of horror movie. Um, so to work with him was immediate, and to know that uh, the 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 tall man was also in this. Um, yeah. Uh, and Br- I, I wanted what was her name? Um, Bree. Uh, was it Bree? The, the the girl that played my wife. Um, yeah, she's been in some other stuff. I recognize her. Yeah, she's been. Yeah, in the... she's done a lot of other. Also, I wonder. We're we're gonna keep this going, but I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to this toilet. Nice. <laughs> that coffee is. This is great. Know? This is a this is great. Hey, I, I love this hey. band life. This is very. This is real. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five star review. If you want to listen to this show ad free. Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, 
and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Maybe I, maybe I'm gonna I keep this ear going. Okay, cool. Can you 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 can hear me still? Oh, right? I can hear everything. I I think uh, our listeners yeah. are about to hear everything as well. Hopefully, here. <laughs> <laughs> so go oh, on. Uh, let, let, let's so, let's continue this conversation about Moonface. And it takes uh, a while to get this started because now I'm in my forties. So <laughs> the suspense is killing y'all. It really um, is. Uh, so it's the it's the incident of. A mountain road. Incident on and off a mountain road, or is it just off a mountain road? I think what it's is just it? off. It's off a mountain road. Off. You know what? I, I, you know, I am on my computer. I don't know why I didn't think of Googling this shit before. I remember we did that. I think we did that right before I went to go start doing uh, Brotherhood, which would mean it was sort of my first real serious, like, you know, non-comedic stuff yeah so yeah it would have been since it was before that brotherhood stuff it it would have been the first non-teenagery you know yeah no and and uh, you know we were watching it and you know just like oh dude <laughs> that's you know not, 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 to, not to diminish your career or anything here either but you know watch it like hey that's the guy from fucking school. that thing you do <laughs> <laughs> and, you know and then, oh Bree Turner Bree Turner you were right with the first Bree Turner Bree Turner is the uh, is your yeah. is your wife in that movie um yeah so uh you know you see that role my dog for the is first so time. needy my dog is so needy that oh my god i heard that completely door. wrong ethan you're taking a piss right now and you said your dog is so needy i heard my dong is so meaty i was <laughs> like too. did he just tell me his dong is so fucking meaty <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a little odd at first when you go in to take a piss. Out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I'm Irish. You'll never hear those words string together out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, your wife's a lucky, lucky woman. <laughs> the the, the red bearded curse. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. How long have you been together with your wife? Oh well, we got married. We got first. First, we got married in 2005. Uh huh. And then we got divorced in 2011 okay and then we got remarried in 2015 okay wow so if you if if you if you remove those three years because we got together and we were together for about a year and a half before we got remarried Hmm. so if you remove those three years of divorce um we've been together 15 years wow Congratulations, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Are you married? I am. I have been. Yeah. How long have uh, you been married? Uh, shit, seven years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, known her since I was actually twelve years old. We did junior lifeguards together. We didn't. We she's haven't been dating from that long. the same area, same, right? Yeah, yeah. Huntington Beach. Yeah. 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 Rad. Right here. So let's continue with some of the roles, though. We got we covered like the first time you're in the serious horror movie kind of thing, and then. As you mentioned before, there was the the artist one that more recently. But you've been like, if you go through your IMDb, there's a shit ton of these more serious roles since then, and everything like that. And then, um, yeah. Or then you're you just did uh, Sneaky Pete, which was just finished yep. its third season, I believe, on uh, on yeah. Amazon. I think it's dead now. Oh, okay, I think it's all done. It's all done. Third yeah. season was the I last one. Dead. 
Okay. I think it's it. Yeah. 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 I would love to do. I love that. Um, I love working with Giovanni. Mm-hmm. I love that character because he's he's like a nice mixture of both. Um, he's a complete idiot, but he's also serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those drama comedies. Yeah. A That's lot, a great. It's a great where show. You can. Yeah, I really liked doing that. I would have stayed on that. And for it was Brian Cranston. Yeah, it was Brian Cranston yeah. that uh, created that, right? Yeah. Or one of the crew. And he, he showed up. I think I was there three times that he came to set to just scope in. That dude is so rad. He rolled in with like like the shortest cargo shorts that I've ever seen in my life and rocking <laughs> Birkenstocks, you know? It was like midnight. And dude. he's just like, hey, whatevs. Yeah. Just so he just showed up like in Malcolm in the Middle character, the dad from Malcolm. Basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically, hair all over the place. Did not, did not come as uh, what, what was the the big show? I'm Breaking Bad. Didn't come as, uh, <laughs> as that character. Kind of like the the, the pre before before. Uh, what was what was his what was the drug dealer's guy's name? What was it? Walter White. Walter White. So yeah. Before pre, yeah, before White. the the birth of Walter White, the. Uh, when he was just a physics teacher, that's kind of what he looked like. Yeah. <laughs> which I have the most respect for. Yeah. That's incredible. So we, now you're, uh, what, you're currently filming for the, the next show. Is that Frank? Uh, Grace and Frankie. Grace yeah. and Frankie. We're thank doing, you. Yep. We're doing one more of those. Um, cool. Which is, uh, it's crazy. The, the, the four cast members that I get to hang out with on that one. The Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, mm. Martin Sheen, Sam Waterston. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And not not just them as actors, but who they have been uh, as far as their activism goes uh, throughout their whole lives. I'm not super familiar were, with that. Was, um, you fill he, me in on Martin, that. Martin Sheen. So Martin Sheen, you know, he ever since he did um, Apocalypse Now, He's been heavily involved in uh, taking a stance. Like he 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 turned down his Academy Award nomination for Apocalypse because, uh, uh, like uh, um, anti-war. Like okay. He, he didn't he didn't want to celebrate it. I'm not going. You know, I don't want mm-hmm. that to be celebrated. Um, and uh, he's also very political. Um. Sam Waterston is really big environmentalist, um, specifically the stuff he does with Oceana. Okay. And and Jane, what she's doing now, getting arrested every Friday for climate change. Pretty dope. <laughs> that is rad. She's rad. Yeah, yeah no, she's that's rad. really cool. Yeah. And you're getting yeah. along really well with everyone on the cast then for that show. And yeah, man. They're, they're amazing people. Yeah. And they're all in their 80s. I don't know how they keep working that hard. Yeah, that's insane. Still going, still wanting to go. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm I'm 35. I'm starting to feel my knees now. I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> I know, dude. They work 16 hour days, that's and so they do nice. it with a smile. That's yeah. so nice. That's 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 something to look look up to. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Good people. So we're doing this. Really good people. A lot of people will wonder why we're doing this on Skype because you know you are just in Los Angeles filming right now, right? Yeah, yeah. We start. <laughs> She's just staring at me. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Get up here. Get up here. She wants to be a part of it. Sit down. There you go. Good there dog. You're down. That's a good looking dog. There you down. Um, I would have come down. I want to go down to South Beaches again. It's lovely down there. 
Well, if you ever if you ever just, make it down, just you you got my number now. Hit me. I up. would love that. I, could I, take, I could that. take you out surfing. Uh, you're probably a much better surfer than me, but we could go out and try it out. I'm really, I'm really not that good. I'm really bad at <laughs> it. Neither am I. That's the beauty of all I surfing. <laughs> the last time I got in the water, I think I crawled out with stitches. Um, <laughs> and how do you cut yourself? No, I know. I was like, well, well you must have hit the fin, right? You must have hit one of your fins. I did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, did. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> all right man it's, well, it's scary though when you're down like those waves you know it could only down. be a three foot wave but when you're laying on your stomach you know and it it's looks three a feet different. above your it's it looks a little it's different scary yeah it it's can be <laughs> it's fun though too <laughs> all right man well yeah, i would definitely hit you up on that yeah hit me up next time you're in huntington you know uh obviously absolutely uh, coming from la can be a little difficult sometimes some of the people who are around here are like oh la or huntington beach they're right next to each other like yeah it's 40 miles but it's like two hours plus in traffic because it's, la yeah, traffic sucks. it's a day <laughs> it's a day yeah it's a day yeah but it's it's worth it but it's a you yeah. know it's you got to block out your yeah. day well, next time you're in Huntington, as I said, hit me up and we'll 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 hang. Absolutely. Um, where can uh, the listeners and viewers uh, find some more of uh, Ethan Embry, man? Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. Well, where where can they find some more of you? Oh, where? <laughs> I was like, I don't think he quite heard that question. <laughs> where? Where where can they go well, to find more Ethan Embry? Your your social media is what what, what you got keep coming up your on the horizon. Eyes Keep your eyes peeled for a urban camouflage sprinter van. Okay. It looks like shit from the outside. <laughs> the hood is all black. It's got bird shit all over it. Ah, uh, very stealth. But inside, it's inside. Yeah. Well, we got we got the we got the tour. It's looking nice, and we even got to see uh, or hear, I should say, firsthand Wait, how I the bathroom <laughs> facility works. Oh tent. yeah, yeah. Show me the uh, the uh, the yoga tent. <laughs> Oh look See, at this that! This is like our little. Oh wow! Look at that! You got your you got your guitar pedals and your you got music set up, man. Yeah, we got we got. I got my guitar. I brought my guitar pedals. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Yeah, that's swanky, man. That is that's glamping right there. It's it's not bad, right? <laughs> no, not bad at all. So everyone will be so on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. It's not bad, man. I love, I love, I love when I'm out on the road, living in, living in our bus and stuff like that. It's fantastic. Knowing that it's not permanent makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. Um, hope to talk to you thank soon you, again, man. very soon. And uh, everyone, go check out some more of Ethan Embry wherever you can find him on all the socials. You just have Ethan Embry, I, I imagine, right? On everything. Yeah, yeah, Embry, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you search that something with not very hard to find up. not very hard to find yeah. <laughs> all right guys thanks again and uh we'll see you next time cheers see you man and that'll just about do it for this week's episode of drinks with johnny thanks for listening and thanks to ethan for being on the show had a blast with that dude and hope to see him again sometime very very soon if you like what you're hearing go ahead hit the subscribe button right there on wherever you're listening to this podcast And then head over to Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button and the bell notifications. You can see all of our clip outs there. We have short clips of probably your favorite portions of each of these episodes. um, As well as getting new content that we're putting out all the time. Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and sign up for the newsletter. That gives you all the news of what we got coming up. 
and as well as giving you first access to a lot of these fun promo videos and bonuses that I've been putting out. We got a great one coming out tomorrow for uh, St. Patrick's Day. I hope everyone has a wonderful week celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Be safe out there. Uh, don't drink and drive. Drink responsible. Please, please, please drink responsibly. And yeah, that'll just about do it. Uh, next week, right on, next week, we're going to start um, our little WrestleMania lineup. Yeah, that's right. We got some wrestlers, some Hall of Famers that I had on the show. Uh, and we're just going to start pumping those out in the event that WrestleMania still goes on without a hitch, which I'm, fingers crossed, really hope that's happening. Next week, we're going to start off with Eric Bischoff. He used to be the guy who was running WCW during the Monday Night Wars in the 90s. Uh, he's got a great podcast out right now with Conrad Thompson. This one's called 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. And that's a great podcast. It's really popular right now. It just goes through the insights and the weaves of what Eric was involved with in the 90s and getting WCW ahead of WWF at the time. And yeah, we had a great conversation uh, this dude was rad enough to come on uh, our lowly show at this moment. So it was really fun to have a chat with him. We talked about drinking beer and having a good time and, you know, wrestling and wrestling and wrestling. So I hope you guys stick around and check that episode out next week. And until then, as always, cheers. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard. Well, hey friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalist. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.